0: So today on the Panic Attack, we're looking at the Las Vegas Raiders draft. And, man, it's still... I have to focus still on saying Las Vegas Raiders. Um, You know, I became a Raider fan when they were the Los Angeles Raiders. And then we were all excited when they came... Back to Oakland, land. But. Uh, it, it's just not. I don't know man. It don't seem the same being Las Vegas. But. You know I'm sure the people who grew up with. The Oakland Raiders. And then they. Moved to Los Angeles. Um, you know it was the same feeling. Is this the right city. For the team and yeah there was you know good years and bad years but I never really I don't ever rem- remember seeing the Los Angeles Coliseum filled when they were the Los Angeles Raiders maybe when they were you know really really good and had you know Jim Plunkett and those first two Super Bowl years. Um but I was a Raider fan after you know, the Marcus Allen uh big record breaking Super Bowl runs. Um and well Marcus Allen had his yeah you know, his Super Bowl breaking record, almost two hundred yards rushing and uh, so on and so forth and a uh, like 73 yard reverse field run and all that and man Marcus could have been such a a bigger even bigger star than he was but uh, falling out with Al Davis just ruined him and you know Al even said I'm going to make sure you never make it to the Hall of Fame and then finally, after Marcus and others sued the NFL for the right to be free agents, you know, he got out of Los Angeles and had a stellar career with the Kansas City Chiefs, one of the Raiders' biggest rivals. But man, just watching that guy run in those early years was like poetry in motion. Um, and he could find a way to score touchdowns. So let's look at the guys that are going to be scoring touchdowns for the Raiders this year. Um with their number 12 pick, which was the Raiders' own pick. Uh that's what they they earned or I don't know if you want to say failed to earn uh in the NFL draft. They uh took Okay, Henry Ruggs II from University of Alabama, uh, six foot, one hundred ninety pound wide receiver. Um, so let's see if we can hear what Nick Saban had to say about the Ruggs and Jacobs connection. They're going to be in Las Vegas this coming year if the technology will cooperate if it won't it won't yeah that video is taking too long to load well i can just i can break this down cuz i've read enough okay so anyway Computer not cooperating, nonetheless. We have... (laughs) uh, The glaring hole in the Raiders' offense um, is the wide receiver position. Now, they went out and got Tyrell Williams, and he was their number one Target in free agency. Um other than that, they had like a a rotating cast of wide receivers. Um and you don't want to talk take away from people or talk down about people, or at least I don't. But Derek Carr is a franchise quarterback. Okay. Everybody's now saying, well, he's a game manager. He's not a great quarterback. Well, a couple years ago, they were 12-4. and He was in the driver's seat to be NFL MVP until he broke his leg. And so there's really nothing wrong with Derek Carr um, at all. He's, you know, a quarterback that can lead. He's good under pressure. He's led the Raiders on several comebacks. Uh, This Henry Ruggs III gives him a young, talented wide receiver who's probably going to start as a rookie because the Raiders just frankly did not have much wide receiver talent last year. It's as plain as you can put it. Um, they had a great tight end, Darren Waller, who you know could do a lot of things. They have another rookie tight end uh, who can block and catch a little bit, catch some high passes in the end zone. But Henry Ruggs is a guy that's a possession receiver with speed, so he can get open get the ball, and take, you know, a 6- or 10-yard catch to the end zone. So this is why the Raiders drafted him. And and why they drafted him high um, with their 12th pick. Ruggs, Jerry, Judy, and Devontae Smith formed one of the strongest wide wide receiver trios we've seen a long time in 2019. He started 12 contests in this past season, averaging a team high 18 yards per catch, uh, 40 catches for 746 yards, scoring 7 touchdowns, while also returning kicks, averaging 23 yards per return, uh, taking a backwards pass, counted for a rush for a 73-yard touchdown against New Mexico State. Rugs started all 15 games as a sophomore, ranking 2nd in the Southeast Conference with 11 receiving touchdowns, and 741 receiving yards. The speedster from Montgomery, Alabama, who was a five-star recruit, scoring 20 touchdowns and 102 yards his senior year of high school. So Henry Ruggs is the guy the Raiders need. To take the top off of defenses, which is something they lacked last year. And so that is a good thing for the offense. You know, it's one thing to, you know, dink and dunk your way down the field. It's one thing to get Passes off to your wide receiver or your tight end. You know, a tight end is a quarterback's best friend because he's usually the emergency outlet. Um, next, the Raiders took Damon Arnett from the Ohio State University. He's a six foot, 195 pound cornerback. I watched this guy play a lot, and he is a heck of a freaking athlete. And that's something the Raiders lacked at corner. Um, you know, Paul Gunter, I don't have any faith in as a defensive coordinator. He says that, you know, the defense is about the scheme, the scheme, the scheme. And a lot of times the Raiders' defense didn't look bad in the first half of the games last year. But then came halftime adjustments. And the Raiders' opponents would figure out the scheme, and Paul Gunter didn't change the scheme in the second half. So... You know, to me, that's kind of stupid. Um, so, this young guy from Ohio State that I watch Ohio State a lot is a guy who, again, can come in, start, play a lot, or at least play a lot, uh, you know, if he doesn't start. He should get a lot of playing time because that Raiders defense was terrible last year, especially in the defensive backfield and the linebackers. They built up a defensive line through the draft and it needed depth, but other than that, you know, they did have some good defensive linemen and some decent play and a lot of improvement because they're so young. So Arnett considered considered leaving for the NFL after his junior season. But after a conversation with his coaches, the former Buckeye and NFL wide receiver Chris Carter decided to hang tight in Columbus for one more year. It was a good choice. Arnett finished with a career career second team all Big Ten performance, 35 tackles, one for a loss, one interception, eight pass breakups, in 13 starts. And a lot of teams didn't want to throw to Arnett's side of the field where he would probably have more interceptions and so on and so forth. But he's a guy that's not afraid to tackle. And that's one thing that you look for in a corner is, is he afraid to go up there and take on a running back or tight end when they get loose in the defensive backfield? He played well in 2018 honorable mention All-Big Ten with 40 tackles and interceptions, six pass breakups. Arnett was a fixture in the Buckeyes secondary as a sophomore, as well as recording 44 stops, three for loss, two interceptions, and eight pass breakups. So <clears throat> uh, he was a former four-star recruit, honorable mention All-Florida, blah, 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 in high school. So this filled a glaring hole in the Raider defense. And the Raiders improved their defense not just through this draft with this pick, but their offseason was dedicated to bringing in free agents that are very uh, well-versed in defense. They brought in linebackers, Defensive backs—they're uh, all like 26 years old and in the midst of their career. Not people that are um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not people that are you know on their last leg like Al Davis used to used to do. Uh, next, the Raiders took Lynn Bowden, who's listed as a running back but he's going to play multiple positions for the Raiders because of his athleticism. He's 5'11", 204, which is good size. Um, He can play the slot. He can play wide receiver, and he can return kicks and punts. He was a little under the radar because he was at the University of Kentucky. Uh, But, you know, they've been... University of Kentucky's been... You know, kind of decent, uh, and being that they're in the Southeast Conference, they, you know, get overlooked a lot because of all the, you know, powerhouse teams that are in national title contention like LSU, Alabama, um, <clears throat> LSU, Alabama, Auburn. You know those teams take up so much uh, of the the media focus from the other people also this guy is a, an Ohio boy grew up and went to high school not far from me at st Thomas Aquinas uh, he's a Youngstown product and uh, a lot of people are really big on him the thing that I'm um, you know, looking for the most in these guys is the fact that they're, you know, young fellers with character, Um, you know, and John Gruden with the offensive mind he's got is going to put a lot of, you know, gadget and trick plays in for this kid. And they're also going to have to, you know, dangle him out there, though, On regular plays, you know, like maybe stick him in at running back to give uh, Josh Jacobs a a breather. But, you know, run like straight up the middle instead of running a gadget play. You know, something like that. So again, at their next pick, the Raiders took Brian Edwards from South Carolina, who's a taller guy. He's 6'3". 212 pounds he is the go up and get the ball at the high point receiver so you've got your speedster that can take the top off the defense you got your gadget play trick play whatever you want to call it guy Um, now you've got your possession guy so this is the guy that when you need somebody to go up the ladder and catch one in the back of the end zone, or uh, catch you know a, a five or ten yard pass, a high ball, <coughs> and come down with uh, an eleven yard catch for a first down, <coughs> now you've got your guy. I'm trying to see here what the scouting report on him was. But uh, that's what this raider, raider is gonna do. He's gonna be the guy that goes up and gets the ball over the shorter defensive backs. Uh, name the Steve Wadiak MVP, MVP for of the offense. Steve Spurrier Award, most explosive player on offense the Tenacity Award winner for offense, one of five permanent team captains following his senior season. Um, he was selected to the coaches, second team All-SEC Southeast Conference squad. Uh was third team uh, Southeast Conference selection by Pro Football Focus. Edwards was invited to Play in the Reese's, that's Reese Reese Cups Senior Bowl, and to the NFL Combine. He set records for consecutive games with a catch, forty-eight career receptions, two hundred thirty-four uh, career receiving yards, three thousand forty-five. He ranks third in school history with twenty-two career receiving touchdowns. Behind Sidney Rice and Alshon Jeffrey, So he's in good company here. uh, Coming out of South Carolina. Uh, Again, another team that gets overshadowed because of their location. And, well, they just haven't been that great in recent years. But this guy was the standout of the team. So that's where... The Raiders went when drafting Brian Edwards, 6'3, 212 pound receiver from Carolina. Uh, The next one is a Clemson guy, and the Raiders love Clemson right now. Um, He's listed as a linebacker, uh, Tanner Muse, and Muse. You know, fills another one of those spots where the Raiders had a lot of problems. Linebacker. The Raiders um, did a lot in free agency to get linebackers, um, bringing in Littleton from the Rams, who's an athletic guy and a playmaker. But this, you know, they also have to have their own homegrown talent for the future, and that's what Muse is going to be. Um, being that he was a Clemson and a Dabo Sweeney guy, he's going to be somebody with you know good character. we you know hope um, <clears throat> says he's not short on smarts, athleticism, and versatility. So he has a football mind, he's you know athletic, he can do a lot. You've got to be able to cover running backs and tight ends in the NFL, and you know that's what you know they drafted this guy for. Um, his official forty-yard dash time was four point four one, which is good for a linebacker. Um, he's somebody that they want for the future. Let's see what the scouting report says. No. Haley, stay down, please. Dog wants to join me on the couch. Muse finishes Clemson career credited with 300 or 237 tackles, 10.5 for losses, 15 passes broken up, four sacks. I'd like to see more sacks, but he was a linebacker. Seven interceptions for 102 yards. That's good, uh, including a 64-yard touchdown run. So... He can, you know, break loose once he intercepts the ball. Um, a forced fumble, 63-yard fumble return. So there's his athletic ability. 63-yard fumble return for a touchdown. Um, 1,912 snaps and 59 career games and 39 starts. At the conclusion of his Clemson tenure, his 59 career games, Played ranked tied for the most in school history with Christian Wilkins, Cannon Smith, and Kayvon Wallace. So this guy, you know, is athletic. He's an athletic linebacker, which is what you've got to be in the NFL. You've got to be able to go sideline to sideline. You've got to be able to cover those tight ends like Travis, Kelsey, and and so on. Uh, Then the Raiders took another Clemson guy. This time, an offensive guard, uh, John Simpson, Clemson, 6'4, 321 pounds. Uh, This guy needs, you know, the Raiders have built a good line to help move the pile for Josh Jacobs and also protect. Derek Carr. Now, a great Raiders offensive tackle, Lincoln Kennedy, said about this guy, he's got the ability to move people off the ball. He's got to work on some of his footwork for the, the faster NFL linemen um, in pass protection but you know that right now the raiders have a good interior line but somebody like richie incognito is 37 years old he's probably got what richie's probably got one more year and then maybe he'll go into coaching or something but you've got to have that guy behind him to one fill in in case someone gets hurt secondly this guy is going to be a future you know, he's got to be the future uh, interior lineman that the Raiders need. Uh, then we go, and this guy is considered a, a steal. Somebody that was under the radar until uh, 139th pick. Um, what would that be, like round four or something? Um, yeah, fourth round, 139th overall. Akeem Robertson, Louisiana Tech, 5'8", 187. So he's a cover corner. They say he's the best nickel corner in the draft. Um, and, you know, you can never have enough good corners in the NFL. Uh, the Raiders have had injury problems at this position in the last year or a few. So... To get you know this guy, they've got you know some great talent in the draft over the last few years. But uh like say for example, they had the one corner they had who um there was high was had high hopes at or he may have been safety. Anyways, whatever he actually hurt himself by tackling people too hard. And finished the game with a torn rotator cuff uh, last year. So the Raiders have some good, tough, quick, talented DBs. They just need to stay healthy and get that experience. And they added to it with Akeem Robertson, 139th overall. Robertson was overlooked as a recruit due to his lack of size. But Louisiana folks are glad the I can't say that word. Thimbadox Thimba native stayed home, stayed in his home state for the Bulldogs. He made plays right out of the gate. Thirteen games in two thousand seven to garner freshman All-American and second-team All-Conference USA honors by the collective by collecting five interceptions, sixty-two tackles, seven for loss. Two sacks and six pass breakups. First team all-conference, 61 tackles, seven and a half for loss, four interceptions, 12 pass breakups, and two block kicks. So that tells me this guy's a playmaker. Um, You know, he comes in on the third and long, the downs when uh, teams are definitely passing, and he can make plays. He can also obviously make plays on special teams because he had those kick breakups or kick blocks, however you want to say it, blocked kicks. And so the Raiders got more athletic this draft. They got deeper through this draft. And so that that all makes for good things for the Raiders for the future. Um... The future you know, has got to get brighter for Las Vegas. Um, they've got a giant new stadium to fill, a 60,000-seater. So with that, we'll wrap this up and say go Raiders. Uh, God bless all of you that are watching and listening. Pray for one another always, and uh, thank you for being here.